Hi guys, and welcome to this episode of Keep It Positive, sweetie. Today, we are talking about what I wish I knew with Josh Powell. Josh, <laughs> thank you so much for coming today. Absolutely. Um, I've known you through mutual friends for years, but we've never spoken. It's always been kind of in passing. But recently, a friend of mine and her boyfriend went to your book signing event. Okay. okay. And she called me and she goes, because we go to church together, and she goes, yeah, she's like, my boyfriend asked me to come to this book signing, and she's like, I didn't think it was going to be anything special. And she said, girl, it was the most amazing, different book signing that I've ever been to in my life. And um, she talked about how you spoke about relationships and did an open apology to women that you may have um, mistreated or that you felt were owed an apology in your past. And she's like, it was the most beautiful thing ever. And a day later, I get an email from your team to come on your podcast, Relationships Matter. And when I realized it was you, I said, hey, is this the same guy? She goes, yeah, I said, we need to get him on Keep It Positive, wow. sweetie. <laughs> so it all worked out. I'm excited to do your podcast as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cannot wait. But um, thank you so much for coming. No, thank you. Yes. You know, and it's, it's funny because it's kind of like one of those things, like what's an athlete going to talk about in regards to relationships? Yeah. And that's the thing that I that I love about mm -hmm. this platform is yeah. just being able to show that different side. Because mm -hmm. when you see me, uh, you know, you see an athlete, you see a guy with just all these tattoos and da da da, -da and it's <laughs> like, man, what are he going to be talking about? Right. And um, being in this place and space that I'm in right now, just mm -hmm. service, mm -hmm. that's it. Like, I really want to make an impact each and every day that's and continue amazing. to grow and get better. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I feel like you know, I'm, I'm trying my best to right my wrongs, mm -hmm. even though that's impossible for any of us to do. Mm -hmm. But I do try to make the effort. So that's amazing. I really do appreciate, yeah. you know, no, for real, because with you some people don't um, even try to make amends. Yeah. So the fact that you have the awareness and I know that's come with the work that you've done. We'll get into the work that you've done. Absolutely. We're going to get into all that. Um, but for the audience and members who do not know, Josh, you are a former NBA player, yes. EuroLeague champ, um, big three co-captain of the Killer Threes yes. in 2023. Shout out to my set. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, most recently, you're a podcast host of Relationships Matter. And now you're the author of What I Wish I Knew, um, Wisdom, The Wisdom Game from Relationships, Love and Lust. Absolutely. Um, when I think, I always either open up with a quote or with a song. And um, when I think about what we're talking about today is the saying that we've always heard is, if I knew then what I know now, I would have done <laughs> things differently. And um, that's what I think about based on the topics that we're gonna touch on today. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, speaking of athletes, I've dated an athlete or two in my life and it has not been the best experience to a point where I'm like, you know what, I don't wanna do this anymore. I'm good, and um, I think a lot of times we don't understand, just like you, what those young men and little boys went through that made them who they are today. I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up because mm -hmm. I definitely, and I think this might be the first time that I've actually gotten a chance to like speak to that. Mm -hmm. Because it's not, it's not necessarily like an athlete thing, but mm -hmm. when you look at young men who are groomed mm -hmm you know, or bred to be in baseball, football, basketball, or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, the exposure to things, Yes. you know, some of the experiences that we face. And then don't you be one of those ones that have the opportunity to make it mm -hmm. because now it's not just your peers. That's not the damaging part. It's the adults. 
Mm. It's the family, it's the friends, it's the coaches, it's all of these people that have access to you mm. that kind of sort of allow the behavior, you know, that women who are on the other side of it experience mm. when you meet this guy that you like I'm attracted to mm -hmm. and he plays this sport or he does this thing mm -hmm. and then it's like I tried it with an athlete and I'm not going there it's like right. no nah, he's a human being first you have to look at yeah but he has experienced so many different things that have shaped and molded his way of thinking mm -hmm. so to try to break that you talking about somebody that's probably been doing something for 10 plus years that's, you know, I mean, even, even if you start young, right? Yeah. So if you if you date them or meet them at thirty, mm -hmm. then if they started at ten, that's twenty years of being shaped and molded. So yeah. I just think grace, absolutely, one of my favorite words is so important. Mm -hmm. And and the issue that we have is just amongst men and women. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because understanding that so much happens before we meet the person. Mm -hmm. And we have to be willing to peel those layers off first yeah. in order to get into a healthier space and place presently or how we move forward. Absolutely, that's so good. Um, I opened up your book. I tried to order it, um, but it wasn't gonna be here in time. So I took this from my good friend. And as you can see, I've got every, like literally every page I was like, ooh, another gem, another nugget. Like it was so much in this book and yeah. like I'm, Seriously, guys, you definitely need to get it. Um, but one thing like that immediately drew me in was your upbringing. Like from that intro, that intro that got darkness, me. That darkness. I was in a chokehold. That's how you got us started. That was good because people, we've all lived that. I think that's the one thing that we all have in common. No matter how we try to suppress it or push it back, we've all had that darkness. And I think as a community for blacks, we definitely have been taught and basically race, don't talk about it, move on, it never happened. And we've literally been molded to just push things aside. And, and that's, that's, the, that's the thing that I, that I feel is so hurtful because, mm -hmm. and, and it's not a black thing, but I know we definitely experience it in our community, but it's More, the secrecy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that trauma is happening, abuse is happening, mm. you know, things that are hurtful to yeah. young men, young women, mm -hmm. and we don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. We always just sweep it under the rug. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's your business. It ain't mine. And that's so scary. It is. And then me as a father now, when I think of who would my kid run into, mm. and we have a responsibility if we're talking community mm -hmm. in order for us to have the proper conversations yeah. and to be able to communicate these different things because you know, I want my kids especially to be able to stand on business and to communicate if they feel that they're uncomfortable, that there's something that's going on or yeah. whatever. But also, too, any chance that I get to speak at a school, any mm -hmm. chance that I get to talk to a young athlete, mm -hmm. I share with them, like, your responsibility. Yeah. Because if you bump into my daughter, mm -hmm. you got to do right, bro. Period. Respectfully. Like, yeah. be the example. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like. That doesn't mean everything's going to be peachy king or, mm -hmm. or, you know, heartbreak won't happen. Yeah. But it's a way you go about it. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that some of the hurt and pain that we're causing doesn't necessarily have to happen. That's so true. That is so true. Um, so that And I like the way you wrote this because you started us from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I want to kind of take the audience through that without telling too much because I want you guys to read this. <laughs> um, but you started because I think what you did was brilliant because you helped us to understand Josh the man. 
who you as who who you were as you evolved versus just like this is what happened and then or this is how I turned out. Now we know re the reason behind it, mm -hmm. and it's much deeper than that. Um, you said that your mother and father um, separated and you ended up moving with her and then she couldn't really take care of you, so you moved with your aunt. And mm -hmm. then from your aunt, your grandparents came. But you never felt like you were being shuffled. It was just kind of like, okay, this is just what just it is. Just with the flow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it seems kind of like that's your energy still to this day, just go with the flow. I kind of feel that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I saw that and then um, your grandparents raised you in the church, so mm -hmm. you had an early foundation which is very important. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like when people are rooted in that, they always eventually come back to that, right. which we end up finding out that you did. Right. Um, but what I found so interesting was um, the dysfunction once your parents decided to move on yeah. to their respective spouses yes. and you being implanted in those situations and how it just completely turned your world upside down to the point where you ended up pulling a gun actually pulling the trigger on your brother, stepbrother, um, to being sexually abused by a step cousin who was a lot older. We're not blood related. And I've heard so many stories like that. So to address that, mm -hmm. to kind of spare people from some of the people that did it, that's mm -hmm. why I specifically just said a relative, mm -hmm. not who. Okay or whom, whom mm -hmm. because it was more than one. Stop it. Yeah, it was more than one. And um, I just tried to be very strategic in how do I communicate these things that are going on. It's hard when you were the one that was hurt, but you're still trying to protect the people that did it. Because that the thing that I have to answer to now, like for example, my mother knew nothing about this. Me and my mom had a conversation about it maybe like three years ago, four years ago. Oh my goodness. And um, just kind of speaking to a lot of my experiences. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just really important to get into that place and space where you can. So when I was writing this, mm -hmm. right, depending yeah. on who picks this up, even my kids, mm -hmm. I have a responsibility. And that's the thing. Like, yeah. I tried to be very strategic you on the intro. Mm hmm and not go too deep because there's so much that I left out. I can so tell. if you if you felt that way just about I that, did, yeah, because I it's it's a lot that's left yeah. out, mm -hmm. and you know I'm not mad at those people. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Um, I don't have anything in my heart, and that's mm -hmm. why I was trying to share with people the overall. So I yeah. wanted to go dark, yeah, because I feel like that's one of the things that allows us to make excuses mm -hmm. for the behavior, men and women, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Is they don't confront the trauma. Mm -hmm. So it's just tucked. Yeah. And this is just me. This is the way that I am. And mm -hmm. that's not true. Yeah. So I felt like if I can show you and be, put myself in your shoes, mm -hmm. then I could be that example of, well, if he can do that, then I should be able to do that. Absolutely. That's so good. Um, it's crazy to say that I had um, a guest on recently, a good friend of mine who was um, sexually abused by family members as well. And to see where she is now and to have the heart posture of forgiveness and how you say the same thing, like, I don't, I don't have any ill will toward these people. You know, you've forgiven them and moved past it. Um, it's, it takes a lot for a person to 
know that as a child in such an innocent phase of your life that you were taken advantage of. But so let me say this, mm -hmm. and I'm glad you brought that up because mm -hmm. I, I didn't address this at the book signing because it was the way the conversation was flowing, but mm -hmm. I want to address it. In some situations, there might be an understanding that it's wrong. In my situation, mm -hmm. I thought this was what everybody was doing. Right, yeah, that's what you said, yeah. So I just felt like this was just the normal thing and we don't talk about it, we just keep it moving. Mm -hmm. And then when you get way older or something comes up mm -hmm. and then, you know, like even today, the conversations that I'm having, it's like some of the guys that are opening up to me about the things that have happened to them, mm -hmm. whether it's been because I've been open because yeah. of the book or whatever. And it's just like, yo, it's not, it's not normal. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. the first time. I understood that I was sexually abused was three years ago in a mm. therapy session. And I and yeah. I like when I was getting ready to go through, you know what I'm saying, my divorce at the time, mm -hmm. like I said, you know what? When I get back out here, I gotta start over, I gotta peel back these layers, I gotta figure out me. Yeah. Like I understand or I feel I do, but let me figure out mm -hmm. what's really going on in my spirit. Mm -hmm. And I was telling her, and I'll never forget, man, I was telling her like a lot of the things that had happened because in that session I was naming names. I mm -hmm. was naming, like, I, I still remember. Because you got to be open and very vivid. Like, yeah. I still remember Ooh. to this day. I don't miss details, nothing. I know mm -hmm. who, mm -hmm. I know when, I know what. I know all the things that happened as the start. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she let me get it out, and then she just looked at me and she said, do you realize you were sexually abused? And I paused and it was like the emotion that came, but nothing came out because I was super confused. Mm -hmm. And I looked at her and I didn't say nothing for probably like 10 minutes. Because mm. I, I didn't I didn't understand it. Yeah. Like, not that it was something hard to comprehend, but I just, for me, it was so normalized. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the things that had happened started from the age of nine, 10, right. that just kept going, mm -hmm. you know? And, and, you know, it was just, it was just, it was just crazy. Like mm -hmm. even now, just thinking about that therapy session, it was just, that was heavy. Yeah. That was a real heavy day, real heavy day. I can't even imagine. I can't. Um, I've talked to friends who same had therapy and realized that they had been sexually abused. And a lot of times at a young age, same situations where it was like step cousins, oh, we're not blood related or this is just what you do. And she said, my friends have said that we didn't realize this is what was happening. It's like your your body's growing. You're like, oh, this feels good. Or I like, I kind of like that. I don't know I'm supposed to like that. And I don't know, I'm not supposed to be liking it with you. You know, and you go through things and then you realize at an older age that was not normal and it wasn't right. Mm -hmm. And um, it just breaks my heart because people who know better, you know, should not do that. You know, should not prey on um, on younger people. Um, you talked about how when you got into basketball, that's when you really, it's like the, your first crush, you know, <laughs> falling in love with the game of basketball. It was the OG. Mm. And um, again, when we talk about community and we talk about certain things, mm -hmm. these are like, this is the way it was, I'm sure, taught to him. Mm -hmm. And then it's just passed down. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, we would go play games on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And it would just be like, drop him off here. He don't need nothing. We'll take care of everything. Yeah. 
Hey, sweeties. Have you ever wondered what's in the products you use on a daily basis? Well, let me tell you about L. L, like the letter, is a brand committed to providing you period care products inspired by nature, made without dyes, fragrances, and synthetic pesticides. Their pads have a breathable cotton top layer and a plant-based core, and their tampons contain an organic cotton core. Now, not only can you feel good about L's ingredients, but also L's price. With tampons and pads that protect for under $5 a month, Elle believes access to peer care is not only a fundamental right for everyone, but an opportunity for change as well. That's why Elle is on a mission to make exceptional period care accessible for all by providing funding each year to nonprofit community-based organizations around the world focused on peer care accessibility, menstrual health education, and employment opportunities. So, if you're looking for a brand that aligns with your values of giving back and using products inspired by nature, look no further than L. If you want to learn more about their mission or browse their full range of products, visit their website at thisisl.com. And the next time you're in the period care aisle, look for L pads and tampons. Choose love, choose L. And we would hit, we would go practice. We were hitting them clubs. Mm -hmm. We was doing everything. At this point, you were like a junior in high school. How old were you at this point? Yeah. You, uh, so I was like 15, 16. Yeah. And, um, I couldn't even get out the house at 16. And my parents had me. You couldn't even go to sleepovers like nothing. Like It was so, a very strict home. But I, I, yeah, I, I left the, the names of the locations, mm -hmm. but I for sure, we would, um, I mean, grown women that's like our age now. Mm-hmm. Like wow. I was having sex with mm -hmm. and, you know, receiving different pleasures from. Yeah. So I was experiencing so much. And by the time I get back to school on Monday, I'm going to sleep in class. They looking at me like, like what you been doing? <laughs> right. And I'm like, bro, you wouldn't even believe it if I told you. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cause it, but to me, again, it this is what we supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I don't know nothing different. Right. Yeah. I, I was a, I was 26 in my class. Yes, um, 3.7 GPA, yeah, super smart. And I was still called lazy. Um, I did handle business on the court, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So it's like nobody, people don't realize how we're functioning, yeah. you know, mm. and how we've normalized dysfunction. Wow. And um, that was me now looking back at mm -hmm. it, you know. Yeah. And, then, and then I had the situation with the fallout with my stepdad at the time. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people didn't know that I was homeless for like a yeah, year. Yeah, you so. said that. Yeah, because yeah. I, I was just bouncing around trying mm -hmm. to find a place to go. It was, it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. And I was I still hooping. Yeah, I was still, still like, I would just show up yeah. like nothing because, again, this is how I've been grown. Like, mm -hmm. you don't make no excuses. You can't be yes. emotional. You can't. Like you just, this is life and this mm -hmm. is what we do, yeah. you know? So it's just being able to go through it. And th the blessing in that is I still kind of operate like that today, mm -hmm. but I try to address yes. the different areas in my life to overcome and to be better. Yeah, I love that. Um, at what point in your various relationships did you realize I have a problem? Like that you had been over-sexualized at a young age and that you were, everything was just a physical transaction at one point. At what point were you like, okay, you Josh. know what's scary is I, I still don't I still don't think I have a problem. Wow. I asked wow. my therapist, I said, mm. um, 
I understand you explain what happened to me, mm -hmm. right? And it's traumatic. Mm -hmm. Am I this way because of the trauma? Mm -hmm. Am I this way because I really like it now, or is it both? I think it could be both, honestly. And, and there's no judgment in that, you know? No, absolutely. Yeah. But for me, I feel like, okay, I acknowledge, I understand, I get it. Mm -hmm. But I've moved past that. And then I really do feel this way about mm -hmm. relationships. Right. So that's always my thing, too, because on the flip side, let's remove the trauma. Mm -hmm. Now let's go to the experiences. So mm -hmm. let's look at this box. And if I'm seeing everybody mm -hmm. that's in my circle or their people or whomever, nobody's being faithful. Mm. Nobody's uh, moving, you know, according to what the monogamous standard is, mm -hmm. male and female. Yeah. I guess this is life and how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So then there's that transition. Yes. And then here we are today. Yeah. Where are we today? Where we are today is I still believe the way that I believe, but I subscribe to the best of my ability to the monogamous channel. Is it hard for you? Absolutely. Yeah, because your desires are like Absolutely. super strong. Yeah. Absolutely. The fact that you can even own up to that is powerful in itself because some people don't even have the awareness to be like, this is who I am. But, this but is. finding the, the, the person, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. even with my old lady now, like I've caused pain and hurt. Mm. And uh. she, she may never look at me the same way she did when I first met her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a, that's that's a burden that I got to carry. Mm -hmm. How do you like every day? What do you do to try to make that right or kind of mend those wounds with her? I don't ever try to really. My belief system is, is the more I continue to grow and work on me, mm -hmm. then it'll manifest in the areas of my life. That's true, because she'll see the change. Mm -hmm. At least I hope. Yeah, because mm -hmm. the, the other part to that is not saying her, but maybe in other situations, mm -hmm. somebody can carry, um, they can carry that pain and treat you as such. Mm -hmm. And then that's why grudges are formed. Yes, yes. So it doesn't matter. I, I just heard a story the other day about a gentleman that is, you know, loves his wife and feels like that's his person. And mm -hmm. he, made, he made one decision. Mm. Right. He stepped out of mm -hmm. their relationship, you know, that decision, mistake, whatever, whoever, because, mm -hmm. you know, yep. well, if you would, you know, so we get into that. Yeah. So, <laughs> but the point is, he made the decision that yeah. he made mm -hmm. and it is now probably cost him because she can't get over that. She can't yeah. get over it. Mm -hmm. So understanding that level of pain that you cause to people, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, I. I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I know what I come from and mm -hmm. I know my background and it's not my intention. So I know, you know, you talked about earlier, like the the me asking for forgiveness, mm -hmm. you know, at the at the event. Yeah. And it was to do like two things. It was one acknowledging like even to most people, it's like, man, you're you're healed and you're this and you're that. And mm -hmm. I'm like, you might think that, but mm -hmm. I'm still not everybody's cup of tea. Mm -hmm. So let me say that first. Yeah. But then also too, um, let me do, let me take the time mm -hmm. 
for those people that I have hurt. Yeah. It wasn't intentional, but I just need to own whatever I did to you. Mm-hmm. Even, I'm saying my apologies at the level of, even if I feel I didn't do something. Yes. But you're hurt and you feel upset about something, I respect that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to agree. Yeah. Which is different. It is different, yeah. But I respect that. Mm-hmm. So that's a part of my ownership. Yeah. You know, real. so it's, it's a lot of things that's, that, that's going on that I have to face daily. And mm-hmm. it's not, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's not, it's not easy um, for me to feel the way that I feel or try to suppress or do whatever it is that I'm doing. But I do understand, you know, the bigger picture, mm-hmm. you know, for example. And, and I try to just stick to that. Yeah. So that's my struggle. Okay. It's a serious struggle. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, is there anything that, you, what do you do for Josh daily to make sure that you continue to evolve in your healing process? What do you do? Um, is there anything you do to try to suppress those urges or feelings? Or I know you said now you meditate, you do yoga, you take time for yourself, or do you feel like, hey, this is who I am and this is what it is? It's both. It's both, yeah. Um, but I do try to pray and, 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 and read more. I try to, so going back a little bit, right, mm-hmm. the way that I was raised, mm-hmm. um, I'm still Christian, but I found a new faith. Um, and in my belief system, right, um, we believe at the Church of God, example we believe in heavenly father heavenly mother i saw yeah i saw that you wrote that and um, we do all new testament teachings but everything that we do right is according to what the book is so Mm -hmm. like going to church on saturday which Mm -hmm. is the sabbath yeah you know third day for us is tuesday Mm -hmm. um you know we practice the passover we do you know Mm -hmm. the the feast we we, it's just different way of moving so in this church you know god bless brother david chance because that's who that's who preached to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, but in this church, that was like my first time seeing. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee shop with confidence every inch stitch sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection that's how you know that ebay's got your back when you finally step into those sneakers put on that watch get your real gold glow up swing that handbag over your shoulders or step out in that streetwear you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other with ebay authenticity guarantee you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach ensure your next purchase is the real deal visit ebay.com for terms monogamous men Mm. that was my first time seeing women who are completely monogamous. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is and your first time actually seeing examples of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Before I knew it exists, but I just didn't see it. Mm-hmm. What well, do you think you saw with your grandparents? So I got a version of it. Mm. 
and I love my grandparents, but then come to find out my grandfather had three other kids. Oh, wow. So I just met some uncles and aunts. Are you serious? Like four years ago. I feel like every family has that. We're like, yeah, this is your, what? But these are the <laughs> secrets and things that, mm -hmm. so that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's like, at one point in time, my vision of them was, this is the model. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I still feel that they're yeah. the model. Yes. That doesn't mm -hmm. take away from whatever he mm -hmm. did or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I'm not here to judge or, mm -hmm. or none of that. But yeah. it's just how do I view that? How do I take that? Mm -hmm. So I, I was saying all that to say, like, these are the reasons why I'm trying to, like, do better now. Yeah. So, like, beforehand, when I would be outside, now it's like if I do happen to go outside, it has to be with a purpose. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Or if I am feeling an urge or you know, feeling whatever, I'll call a brother now. Mm -hmm. Can we get a study in? Yeah. Mm. You know, can you share a scripture with me? Can you yeah. pray for me? Yeah. You know, or I might write a letter to God myself. Mm -hmm. And these are some of the things that, that help me to stay the course mm -hmm. more so. Yeah. It's still hard. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, women are beautiful and attractive. Like, mm -hmm. I see, I want. That's yeah. always been me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But just, but just trying to, you know, cage that and, and keep doing what I'm doing mm -hmm. um, is, is what I give my effort to. So I guess you would say, like, going to this church is helping you stay on the right path. If the people that you're calling now is like, hey, you guys hold each other accountable. It's that, and it's just being around good brothers. And, mm -hmm. and, and I think that's important, too, because I do got other brothers that aren't a part of the church that mm -hmm. are just solid. Yeah. And we hold each other accountable. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's super important. We need community. Absolutely. I don't think we understand how important community is, whether it's, you know, relationship, whether it's friendships, whether mm -hmm. it's you got kids, mm -hmm. whether you're single, no matter what, like mm -hmm. to have good people in your life, um, people that hold you accountable, people that want to continue to uplift you, make sure you're okay, that check on you. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just really important. So mm -hmm. I can't I can't stress that enough. You know, we have to get away from feeling like that's your business, that's your life. If you love somebody, mm -hmm. you care about them. You gotta check they it. should they should be just as much a part of mm -hmm. yours as you should be of theirs. That's so true. I love that. Um, if you were to speak to young men today who are maybe struggling with monogamy or struggling with um, their own past traumas, what advice would you give them? Well, first, forgive yourself. Like, it's okay. Um, that's a great question, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that one of the most powerful things you can do is accountability. Mm. So when I wrote this, boat, uh, wrote this book, I took the eight-mile approach. I literally thought about the scene with Eminem and Papa Dot and mm -hmm. him figuring out as he's moving round to round to round mm -hmm. and then getting to the final, like, how am I going to approach this situation? Yeah. And for him, it was, I know what I can address that removes power from anything that you're going to say. Mm. Wow. And I feel like in this day and age, you make a mistake, just own it. Mm -hmm. If you make a decision, own it. Yeah. Right, wrong, and different because that's your power. It's mm -hmm. yours to have. Yeah. I'll be the first to say I don't do everything right. Mm -hmm. I don't, Queen, and I'm mm -hmm. forever trying to 
grow past that, yeah. you know. Um, but I'm a man and I'm going to own it and I'm going to stand on it. Yeah. And I hope that that's something that encourages men, young men, mm -hmm. women, young women, to just hold yourself accountable. When mm -hmm. we get into trouble, it's like the embarrassment. Mm -hmm. We don't want people to think some way about us. Right. Or, oh, you're judging me. Mm -hmm. Listen, man. Because <laughs> it's a judgy world. We live in a very I'm judgy so world. I'm so packed. Right there. I told you I was coming to it. I give zero Fs. <laughs> and I'm saying that respectfully. I am not worried about what nobody says about me, how you think about me, no, none of that. Because yeah. the reason being, right, is I done been drawn through the mud by the closest people to me. Mm. So why would, I, why would I worry about what the judge would say? Yeah. Why would I worry about what the teachers or the coaches or the family or other friends, like, mm -hmm. It, do, it doesn't, it doesn't, because some of the things that I've seen and witnessed, mm -hmm. like, my experience is, is crazy. Wow. Do you feel like you would ever open up fully about everything you've been through? Or is it, you thought this is maybe just breaking the tip of the iceberg and that you may eventually, like, share everything? Because I'm oh, not going to yeah. lie, when I watch this, I mean, when I watch it, see, because when I read this, so I felt camera, like I was so watching So when the camera's cut, I got you. Okay. <laughs> I literally was like, this could be a movie, like, because I, I could tell there was more. I was like, there's so much more to this than we're getting told right now. You know what I wanted to do was create mm -hmm. the conversation. That's amazing. Well, you started it. Because I study, I study what other people do. Mm -hmm. I really am a student. Like, I want to, I'm, I'm watching how people are going about their life stories. Mm -hmm. I'm watching how people are talking about their relationships and doing this and doing that. And so many people are either secretive or private, and I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. I'm mm -hmm. not here to say that I don't understand. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about healing, and when we talk, like if we have a platform, mm -hmm. you know, my my platform, you know what I'm saying, is you know the the 24,000 people that follow me mm -hmm. for whatever reason, and mm -hmm. the many you know that see me on other platforms. I always have a responsibility, yeah. no matter where I'm at or what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So I try to just be the example of that. That's amazing. You know, and for me, what other way are we going to heal if you don't speak to it? I know mm -hmm. pain when I see mm -hmm. it. I, wa I walk by it every day. I see broken people, hurt mm -hmm. people, you know, people that are suffering from trauma and all this. Mm -hmm. I see it. Yeah. I feel it. Mm -hmm. Even when you smile, I'm like, big dog, come talk to me, man. What mm -hmm. you got going on? Yeah. I yeah. am you. Mm -hmm. Queen, what you... That ain't you. Come here. Let me talk to you. Mm -hmm. Wow. So let's, you're in Because yeah. it ain't no way. Mm -hmm. I remember in my in my dating stages after my divorce, I was having a conversation with this young lady, beautiful young lady, and we were talking about and breaking down so many different things. So I expressed because I was like, I didn't do it my first go around. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna do it this go around. I was right. like, listen. I'm into polygamy. Like, mm -hmm. that's my thing. Mm -hmm. One is not enough. I need nah. multiple. So she what looked she at say? me and said, well, what if I did it? Oh. And I said, uh, if, that's that's on, if that's on your spirit, let's talk about it. Mm. But don't say you're going to do something to see or get a reaction Jelly. out of me yeah. if you're not about that life. Yeah. She just wanted to know, like, we how different. would you feel if I did it? Yeah. We different. Yeah. But if you want to have this conversation, then let's have it. Mm -hmm. It's worth a conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit up here and shut down anything or however mm -hmm. we moving. Yeah. But let's have a conversation. That's me. Mm -hmm. 
I was so, a fool for it before, like yeah. suppressing and not talking. And maybe a part of that was I didn't quite understand it. Mm -hmm. So out of fairness, I'll throw that in there too. Mm -hmm. But I feel that we all should have real transparent conversations about mm -hmm. who we are, what we want, what our expectations are, mm -hmm. you know, the things that we would like to see, what our visions are, yeah. you know, all of these th different things, because that'll help you where you're trying to go in regards to your personal relationships, mm -hmm. business, friendships, whatever ships you got going on <laughs> yeah. in your life, mm -hmm. that'll help you establish better foundations across the board. I love that. Now, have you let go completely of the idea of polygamy? Now, I know you, now you're really geared towards monogamy. <laughs> you just look to me like, girl, <laughs> like, is that still a thought? Or are you like, I'm cool with one person now? So, as heartfelt as I can say this, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Um, because of my belief system, mm -hmm. I have to change my thought process. Mm. I have to change my behaviors. And I have to really grow and conform to things the way that God wants. So good. But in the New me. Testament, if you live out the New Testament, the New Testament, they had different wives. I'm just saying. I know. We hear the stories. Yeah. But, but, but also, too, at the end of the day, there's, there's a reason why the system was designed the way that it was. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, the, the, the stories that are in the Bible go to show and lead us for the things that we deal with today. Mm -hmm. So it's already happened. Yeah, everything's just That's why the Bible, everything just repeats itself. Mm -hmm. So for those that think a certain way, mm -hmm. it's like we can go to this book, mm -hmm. show this version uh, of the person that did what they did, and, and make even it okay. they can say at the end of the day, when it's time to go back to heaven, mm -hmm. none of this, Yeah. right? Because mm -hmm. when you get to that point, you got your brothers and you got your sisters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We ain't supposed to be on none of that. We all mm -hmm. one big family. Yeah. So for me, that's really my main focus mm -hmm. is to try to live according to that. Yeah. And hopefully that helps me to continue to grow and to change a lot of my behaviors. That's good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But but on the flip side, I still I'll tell you now, mm -hmm. I would scream it to whomever <laughs> any other time if it wasn't for my spirit and it weren't for my belief system, I still feel the way that I feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I, that is really my, that is really deeply embedded in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know you said before, this is what you want. You wanted polygamy. Do you feel like that was a choice that you were making because it would make sense of why you felt the way you felt and needing more than one woman? Almost like this is a justification as to why I feel so I'm gonna choose this life. I don't I don't wanna say it's justifiable because, you know, we still have our experiences. Mm -hmm. Um it's a great question. Um but I but I do think that being who we authentically are is a superpower. Mm-hmm. And so many of us are subscribing to channels that we don't necessarily agree with. True, yeah. And we're being a representative. Mm. 
So I speak about that too. Mm -hmm. You know, how many people can honestly say that you feel safe in your relationship? Mm. How many men, how many women can say that you feel safe, that you can speak your mind freely, that you can mm -hmm. express something that is a displeasure, mm -hmm. you know, that you can come forth about information that has been weighing heavily on you that you mm. need to be set freed from. Mm -hmm. And not many people can say that they're doing that. Yeah. No, that's so true. I know for, a lot of For people. a young man, are you comfortable enough telling, you know, your significant other that you were molested mm -hmm. as a child? For a young woman, do you feel comfortable telling your man that you were raped at 19? Mm -hmm. You know, do you feel comfortable telling your man that you got daddy issues and vice mm -hmm. versa? Like, it's a long list of things that we could throw in yeah. there. Mm -hmm. But instead of doing that, we have people that want to portray perfection. Mm -hmm. And it's dangerous. And now we live in this day and age of the internet and, and everything else. So we're going to do that times 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're going to let people know I'm happy. I'm good. Oh, that relationship is way beyond me. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Like, I ain't tripping on him. I ain't tripping on her. Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't get hurt. I, you know, I break up. They don't break up with me. Oh, whatever, it, whatever it is that we want to touch on. Yes. Our pastor literally just talked about that yesterday. And um, we don't even want to give people the the power or the um, the recognition of hurting us. It's like, no, I'm good. Like, I, like I broke up with you. You didn't break up with me. Or so I'm cool. Silly, yeah, like right? he literally just talked about that. That's so silly. And the other part that's crazy is majority of people think that way. Mm -hmm. So that's the sad part, mm -hmm. right? If you're a beautiful woman, how dare he break up with you? Girl, what's wrong? Do you see who you are? Right. Or, bro, you got this bag of money. Like, how dare she treat you like, like, bro, that's that's not it. Mm -mm. Y'all ain't it's addressing this. Exactly. It's deeper than that. Y'all ain't addressing mm -hmm. this. So even when you look at you, you get uncomfortable because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know you live in a lie. Yeah. That's so I true. sleep peacefully at night because I know that, yeah, I effed up. I said some things I probably shouldn't have said. I did some things I probably shouldn't have did. But I own that. Mm -hmm. I'll take full responsibility. Yeah. I've I've apologized. I've even if it ain't been the sexiest thing for me to do. If my kids look at me sometimes and be like, "Bro, I can't stand you," but at least you know the truth. Mm -hmm. I'd rather you know that than be having this relationship formed off of a lie or formed off of a half truth or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'd rather you know who your father is. Yeah. I'd rather you know who your friend is. Mm. I'd rather you know who your son is or your cousin or whatever whatever I am to you. Yeah. Because I know the dangers mm -hmm. of these fake people mm -hmm. that come into your life. Yeah. And they come to seek <laughs> to seek and and destroy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've been dealing with that from childhood up until today. Yeah, speaking of your children, what do you do as a father to protect them? And do you feel like a lot of things that may have happened to you are a reason why you're overprotective? Or I know you said you um, naturally are overprotective, but you know, some things they have to learn themselves. You can't be too um, overprotective, but. You can't, and it has to be tough love. And, and you know, I got to own mine because I know a lot of times people will say, man, you're such an amazing dad. Mm -hmm. You're so this and you're so that. And I always challenge those people, well, if I'm so amazing, then why does my 17-year-old not talk to me? Mm. Why, why does she have a level of hatred towards me mm -hmm. based on what this one is saying or what that one is saying? Mm -hmm. 
if I am who I'm supposed to be to her, then can't there be some type of foundation that she would have where, okay, even at that moment she heard something that wasn't easy to hear, mm -hmm. but that she can feel comfortable enough to come to me and say, Dad, can we have a conversation? Right, right. There's a disconnect. There is. And there are some things that I've done, and even for the things that I, that, that I didn't do, I'll still take responsibility for it mm -hmm. because she's hurting. Yeah. And she's hurting because of me. Mm. I own that. Mm -hmm. I own that, like, and I wish there was something I could do to change it, but mm -hmm. as much as I want to protect her, um, as much as I want to shield her, um, I'm going to let her go through this process. Yeah, I know and that's it's not hard. It's not easy, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'm blocked mm -hmm. from a phone that I pay for. Wow. You know, I. my last actual sighting of her was in a courtroom and she was testifying against me. That's the last time that I pretty much got to lay eyes on her. And then everything mm -hmm. else has been me trying to get her on the phone or try to something, and yeah. eventually I just stopped. Mm. And some people are like, bro, you gotta keep fighting, you gotta, and it's like, listen, I can keep fighting, right? Mm -hmm. But she's in, a, she's in a very different place. Yeah. So my fight could push her even further. Yeah, especially she, at this age. Yeah. She already feel like, you know, she a young woman. She she told me, she was like, I'm different. Mm. This ain't the same old patience. Like, I'm different. Mm. And, I, and I know it was hard for her to hear, but I said, I don't like this version of you. Mm. Was I right yeah. for saying that? Was I wrong for saying that? Right. But that was on my spirit. Yeah. Because I know, I know the young lady that I raised. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to be experiencing this new version of you. Yeah. Because this new version of you is is coming from a place of hurt. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm not saying you wasn't hurt before, but mm -hmm. you're definitely in a place of pain now. Yeah. But to you, it looks like happiness. You know why? Because, oh, I ain't around my dad no more. We good. Mm -hmm. He raised me on survival. My, my mom raised me from a place of love, like, yeah, she got me right, mm. not him. It wasn't nothing, nothing about um, his upbringing that was conducive, like that was in the best interest of me. Right. I gotta swallow that. Yeah. When I, when I go by, you know, when I'm in my house and I go by pictures mm -hmm. or go by a room that could be dedicated to her or, yeah. or whatever, like, I constantly am reminded. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a deep thing to feel. Yeah. But I've, I'm constantly reminded and that's where the numbness comes from. Yeah. Oof. So at that event, it was interesting. I was mm -hmm. talking to, um, I was talking to, uh, I think one of my homegirls about it, but mm -hmm. I had like, I had, I had felt like some emotion, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Yo, I'm growing," mm. because before mm. I was super numb, you and didn't I feel wasn't. It. Wow. When I wrote this book, mm -hmm. when I've done other interviews the way things come out and there's no, there's no nothing. Mm -hmm. mm. This, that, that was the first time you felt something. You were like, oof. It, it, and it felt good. Mm. So I'm hoping that the more, the more I can express, the more, you know, conversations I can have, mm -hmm. that tears will actually flow. Yeah. Which will probably be another chapter, mm -hmm. right? Another Absolutely. level of healing that yeah. I'll be able to reach because that was the first time it's like I got choked up because I felt mm -hmm. I felt myself 
Like, wait a minute, what's going what on? This? But yeah. it was this rush of like, it was just pain. It was it was all kind of things that I had felt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it happened like at the beginning because I was thanking my brother, mm-hmm. you know, for changing my life and mm-hmm. being a big part of that. Mm-hmm. There was another point where, you know, my cousin, so my mom was there. My cousin was there. I had family there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my cousin who just lost both her mom and her dad within the past year, mm-hmm. But she talked about, like, you know, her mother that was in an re- abusive relationship mm-hmm. until she passed. Like, mm. her husband was abusive. And I looked at my cousin, and I was just like, the amount of pain that I felt, because it's like, you want to do something to bro, but I can't. That ain't my battle. Yeah. Mm. And mm. how many of us are in situations like you love a person, you express what you express, you be there for them, but some things people just have to go through. And I share that to say, my daughter's in a place where she got to go through whatever it is that she got to go through. Yeah. I'm not carrying that guilt no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that guilt, that burden was heavy. I can imagine. That, that, it was really heavy. Mm-hmm. How does that affect your other children? Do you make sure you're present and that you don't let that relationship with her tarnish um your relationship that that relationship there's a lot of things that have affected so many things in all of their lives Mm. because my oldest daughter who's with my ex-wife like she's hurt Mm -hmm. she lost a sister yeah they were close in age she's 14 my my other she's about to be 15 next month but you know that was always her big sister like Mm -hmm. they talked they kicked it they vibed right and now she don't have that So we as adults got to think about the things that we're doing when we get children involved in adult business. Yeah, oof. That's real, too. And my story is a product of that. Mm-hmm. Me as a man, I may not have been the best partner, but don't let that get in the way of me being a father. Yeah. That's separate and mm-hmm. apart. Yep, yep. Too many times women treat men the same. You wasn't a bad, you wasn't a good husband or a good partner or a good boyfriend, so you're a terrible father too. Mm. And vice versa. Yeah. And it's not fair. That's not fair. Yeah, no, for sure. So I have Oof. to I have to deal with that. Yeah. Ugh. I'm sorry, and I'm definitely gonna pray for her because I know what it's like to be in a lost state at a young age. Um, and you think that everything is fine until you hit that wall. You know, and eventually it's gonna happen. Um you um, talked about privacy earlier. You're super private about your personal life. Um, my team tried to, we tried to find out everything we could. They were like, we just can't find it. We just, we literally, after all the digging, like, oh, he's actually married. Yeah. Um, how long have you, I know you got divorced three years ago. I got, recently, so I got divorced um, five years ago. Five years, okay. So you're recently married. Um, how's that going? Been married a year. A year, okay. Working through and it. Even when we got it done, like nobody knew we, we got married. Wow. Nothing. Why are you so private? I don't think it's, it's intentional. I mm-hmm. think that I know mm-hmm. based on my experiences, it always weighs on me because people that I thought would be happy for me or be mm. supportive or love me have done the most damage. Yeah. So you want to protect So I've things. now, I don't even view it as that. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like I'm having, 
like I wish she could be here right now to hear this because mm -hmm. it's like this is another thing of my thought process mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it, it's not that it's like it's this it's this secret but it's like who do you turn to for the good news mm. I've been through that yeah my mom was the only person that was a part of that zoom because when we got married it was just me her our young our son mm -hmm. and I think she had one of her best guy friends or whoever it was it's like five people in the room oh wow that's as real as it gets mm -hmm. versus it's huge the huge situation mm -hmm. and there's so many people in this space mm -hmm. that you don't know what they're on yeah I have I have the utmost respect for her mm -hmm. um, because we've had a lot of hard conversations mm -hmm. and the thing that I respect the most is whether we do or we don't work out mm -hmm. we're in this this place of love and just understanding and trying to grow and be the best that we could be for each other that's good i like that and i think um just me being in the space that i'm in um as a celebrity in dating learning that you everything huh? no. <laughs> i give you flowers man. thank no. you <laughs> But it is different when you're like dating someone and you want to like keep it private, you know, and a lot of times the other person's like, why, why can't we post it? Like, well, I don't want to take a picture because you're not going to post it anyway. And I'm like, but you got to do what's best for you. I feel like us as grown, grown men and grown women, mm -hmm. if we're in a place and space where we're focused on people. That part. Because this will be my thing to your guy or whoever else. Mm -hmm. How many people did you see post that put on as if they're going to be forever? Mm -hmm. And then you hear something. Mm -hmm. You're like, or you see something. What? Yeah. And it throws you off. Completely. Tremendously, mm -hmm. right? I don't have nothing in this world to prove other mm -hmm. than to her. Mm hmm. Now, I do have a responsibility to these kids, but that's it. Yeah. Like, how many times somebody hit my, I didn't even know you was married. Like, I didn't even know, like, mm -hmm. and it's like, my bad. <laughs> because it wasn't, it wasn't intentional, yeah. right? And I'm not trying to be, excuse me, secretive about it. Mm -hmm. If it come up, it come up. Like, I don't have a problem doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like. I'll address it. I'll speak to it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not holding some secret because it's like right. I got this this whole slew full of women that I'm, you know, right. whatever that is. Because, you know, that's like, what people would think. Like, you know, I can't speak for everybody else. Yeah. I'm just saying for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's because good me being honest you. with you, even, even in other relationships, mm -hmm. when I was involved, I let those people know I'm married. Mm -hmm. When I was living that life. I'm living that life, Absolutely. yeah. Mm -hmm. You never like, shot because some men would be like, oh no, or act like they're leaving their wife or completely act single. I've said that and I actually was. Mm -hmm. You know what you I'm saying? Actually like, I was in that process, yeah. right? So I'm not trying to say that these weren't things that were going on. Mm -hmm. um, but I've been on both sides of it. I, mm -hmm. I understand. Yeah. I understand why people have the notions that they have. But mm -hmm. I do think that 
however people decide to move, just respect that. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. what's important. Yeah. And then me and you, we share because, mm -hmm. you know, I may not have been like film and this and that, mm -hmm. but being a public figure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's my first time ever saying that. Like, it's mm -hmm. crazy. But, but you, yeah, you are. I don't, because I don't move that way. You, you know don't, you always move but like super silent. I yeah. understand to your point because it's like people know you. Mm -hmm. Even if they don't, hey, that's Josh, they're like, hey, bro, you used to play for the Hawks, or mm -hmm. hey, bro, you used to play for the Lakers, or, yeah. you know, all that. So I, I get it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what people are on. Yeah. And that's the thing that plagues me because I have personal situations where people who I felt could be trusted mm -hmm. have done things that have made me think otherwise mm -hmm. and that's probably another reason why you're so guarded because it's like i just now i moved the way that i moved yeah rightfully so and and i but i honestly feel like everybody should do what they feel is best mm -hmm. for them you know what i mean mm -hmm. like you do that yeah yeah but then too when i talk to her it's like she's a little funny about stuff too mm -hmm. so i don't know I when get it right sometimes because just things that she might like. I remember when she was pregnant and mm -hmm. I did a podcast. This was a while ago. Mm -hmm. And one of the one of the co-hosts was like, you know, oh, so you got your wife here. She's pregnant. Da, da, da. And, mm -hmm. and you could see she was like a deer in headlights. <laughs> like what? Because it was and she told like she told people like, I got to cut that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't want that to be. Out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so, not my business. Yeah. Everybody different, man. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I try to uphold to the best of my ability mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I know that, you know, there are days where I succeed at it mm -hmm. and there are days that I don't. Right. But I own that and I, and I try my best to be better mm -hmm. every day. That's awesome. Um, there's this thing going around about a list of places that women don't want men to take them on first dates. Right. What was you and your wife's like first date or how did y'all meet initially? First of all, outside of my wife, mm -hmm. I'm gonna look at this camera again because this is silliness, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is pure silliness. When you rocking with somebody, mm -hmm. if you truly rocking with somebody, that means y'all should be able to go on walks, go to Starbucks, go to the movies, do the do the do the smallest things, take a yoga class, whatever. The places to go to eat that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, that's what I thought. Cause some of those places, I'm like, I actually think these are great first dates, you know? But again, like, is your focus on the person in the conversation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or is your focus on the ambiance? Mm -hmm. That's or are you trying, to, you trying to get a taste of this life mm -hmm. depending on the person? And it's like, man, I'm not doing that. Right. So what did you, what's your first date? Like when, if you were to, when you, let's talk about, cause you're married. So let's talk about your wife. What was your first date? Do you remember? I don't know if we consider that a first date, but I mean, the first time I met her, we went to a cool little restaurant in Buckhead. That was a date. And I met, yeah. met and, but it was like a group of us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't okay. even know her, you feel me? So uh -huh. like the way that we kind of just bumped into each other, and I think the next time, you know, outside of that weekend, the next time that she came, I think the first thing that we did was we went to my boy's hookah lounge, mm -hmm. super south side, was in McDonough. 
Oh, wow. You was way out there. <laughs> because he had some type of event. We came through and supported. And, That's dope. And, and, and that was it. it. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't about none of that because we mm -hmm. also, when she came to visit, we went to the movies. Mm -hmm. Definitely hit the Waffle House. Right. I'm from Atlanta. Like, period. We're going to hit the finna, Waffle House. You think we're going to go get the, right. the scramble, you feel me? <laughs> that all star special. Um, Scattered tops. Come on now. So, yes. I, I feel like we, all that's cute, man. It sounds good. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know who you rocking with, mm -hmm. And I talk about this too, man. We got people laying up with each other. You going raw, you doing all these things. Mm -hmm. You seeing people in that form. Yeah. But you ain't seeing their hearts. Exactly. You ain't seeing who's actually, you know, the person that when something hit the fan, mm -hmm. that's the person you gonna you gonna have to deal with. Hello. That is so true. So, that is so true. Listen, man, you wanna go to Applebee's, do you? Right. You know, cause mm -hmm. some and I think I feel like for you, right? If mm -hmm. if somebody did like the the simple things. I feel like more. that would be mm -hmm. that would be very important to Yeah, you. absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like somebody taking the time to write a letter or mm -hmm. Oh my you God, know, do, I said that. Just doing this yes. this little things that mm -hmm. that are like heartfelt because mm -hmm. it's not we're all busy. We are. So the fact that you took the time to even write a sentence on a piece of paper, mm -hmm. even if it's that small little thing, mm -hmm. just to share your appreciation of thoughts or hey Let's go do yoga. Let's go, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Or like, yeah. let's make this sexy. Like, let's go have a therapy session together. Why not? Let that be the first day. That's right. <laughs> I'm about to lay it all on the table. <laughs> Still want to be with me now? I'm telling you. <laughs> That's real. We would, we would cut. We would, you know what? We would cut through a lot of BS if we did that too. We would. I like that. I I'm like a big that. fan of that. That's good. For I me, like, like, you know, everybody's like, you know, take your time and do this and do that. Nah, I own mine. Mm -hmm. Let me share this with you. I got all these kids. I got these different women. I got this. I got that. Mm -hmm. Are you cool with that or not? Right. That's good. Josh, thank you. This has been good. Really thank you so much. You. Thank you for being open. Um, thank you for being vulnerable. And um, guys, please go get the book. You can order. I know it's on Amazon. Where else can you get this? It is. So Relationships Matter Live. Um, we, we got it on there. So Amazon, yes. Barnes & Nobles. Uh, we trying. We out here. Now you out here. So proud of you. And see, that's your girl's copy. Now I got my own. You got your own. So, you know. <laughs> but I'm going to buy my own too because I like the support. So thank you for bringing me. I'm going to have you sign this one um, for me. But thank you because you, hers was signed too. And, <laughs> and look. I did this on purpose. Mm -hmm. It's a super easy read. It is. Yeah, I love because easy Because a lot of times people, either because you're busy or you may be the person that don't like to read, but mm -hmm. I wanted to be very, I wanted those hundred pages to be mm -hmm. very impactful yeah. and kind of like the, the, the alchemist or maybe, One of you my know, favorite books. I read it so every year. You end up going back to it because there's different things that you get out of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was my goal, along so with good. creating the conversation. So I wanted to be and do something different. I'm not sugarcoating nothing that I went through. Mm -hmm. I'm not putting no media training in no book. Right. I want people to know real raw me. Mm -hmm. And that way you get an understanding of who I am, the way that I move, the mm -hmm. why, the everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and I know some people, are you going to be in that? I still love you mm -hmm. because yeah. I am you. I love Even it. Even though you might feel away, but mm -hmm. the same things, if we share stories or whatever, guarantee you there'll be a lot in there. 
Where you're like, wow, I didn't know you went through that. No, seriously, um, reading this, it was a lot of parallels. So. And the healing, that's mm -hmm. the most important thing. Yes. What mm -hmm. do those steps look like? And yep. that's why I wanted to make sure I put those in there because mm -hmm. that's important. Yeah. Give you this, but how do we overcome it? I love that. But thank you so much. No, thank you. There is one thing I want to, before we close, um, I thought this is important to share with the readers. You said, um, repeat after me. I know my value and worth and my decisions reflect self-love. And I want to leave you guys with that before we close out because I thought that was really powerful to tell yourself that every day. Because a lot of times we lose um, sight of our own worthiness. I do it. So I have a piece of paper and I wrote down these affirmations mm -hmm. and it's in my like toiletry bag. So oh. I got to brush my teeth multiple times a day. Right. My goal is every time I come to that bag, I'm going to crack that paper open. It mm -hmm. takes me probably 45 seconds to read each line as a reminder mm -hmm. um, because I'm human. Love I that. get frustrated. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I don't feel loved or respected. Mm. Um, sometimes, you know, I, I'm bothered because I see dads that receive love from their kids mm -hmm. and I yearn for that. Yeah. You know, I see, I mean, the list goes on and on and mm -hmm. on, but yeah. I can speak to that because I go through my battles too. Mm -hmm. And I, I want that. people to know that, you know, I'm no different. So yeah. I, I, I put the time and the effort in and um, I just, you know, I don't do it for the accolades or mm -hmm. the shine, but it's nice to be yeah. acknowledged. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm human, man. And, mm -hmm. and the acknowledgement that I want is for my, my loved ones. Mm -hmm. That's for all. sure. Because I yeah. really do try. Yeah. I really do. So that's good. Well, my hat's off to you. Um, congratulations on the book. Seriously. In closing, we do um, what's called Positive Outcomes, where we give advice to a listener who wrote into us. Okay. And um, this week, her name is Sherry. And it says, hi, Ms. Crystal. My name is Sherry. I've been in a relationship for eight years. I have two children, ages six and seven. We live together and have been through a lot together. We aren't engaged or even talking about marriage. And anytime I bring up the subject or attend another friend's wedding, he refuses to go and doesn't show interest or enthusiasm. I would love for us to get married someday soon, but I think he's more worried about the financial aspect, which I understand, but I'll settle for the courtroom wedding. I don't know what to do, but I can't go on like this anymore. Should I give him an ultimatum? Well, first thing, men hate ultimatums, so I wouldn't do that. But um, eight years, you've been with somebody for eight years and you already have children, already having children with someone. This is an easy answer. Tell them. Tell them. <laughs> to your point, right, uh -huh. you never give an ultimatum, mm -hmm. but you got to put yourself first. Mm. And you know how many women at least that I've heard, that have regrets. Oh, yeah. And regret is a silent killer. Mm -hmm. And in order for us to move past, yeah. we have to be able to put ourselves first because in a way, it sounds like settling, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, mm -hmm. you got the eight-year relationship, there's kids involved. Mm -hmm. But those feelings can harbor into something else. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's important that she address what she feels is important to her. Yeah. Communicate. And, and have that conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying do anything drastic, mm -hmm. but there's so much power in having that conversation. Mm -hmm. Now, if this gentleman, God bless him, if he continues to avoid, mm -hmm. then you might need to do some self-searching and kind of seek 
where you're at, mm -hmm. what it is that you want to do, and how you want to move. Absolutely. Because for me, on the flip side, and let me share this with her, mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. her, both. Yes, right. <laughs> I was with my ex-wife for 11, 12 years. Mm -hmm. We had three children together. I already had a child outside of the relationship that I brought into that, that, mm -hmm. that relationship. Mm -hmm. And making a decision to walk away was hard, yet one of the most fulfilling things that I've done in my life. Mm -hmm. Because that, that person, that situation was stunting where I needed to be in my life. Mm. But at the same time, that person in that situation woke me up mm -hmm. as to how much more work needs to be done. Wow. So no matter what, I'm still grateful for her mm -hmm. and that experience mm -hmm. because it helped me to grow and mature into a much better version of myself. Right. That's amazing. And sometimes people can be there for that moment. Mm -hmm. But please don't allow the fact that you have those children to stop you from where you need to go. That's and that's good. a hard decision a very for hard anybody to make. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be able to tell her that if you hadn't done it. If yourself. I hadn't done it myself. That's because so the other thing too is I don't know if she has two boys, two girls, son, daughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you're teaching your kids. Ooh, to settle and to stay. Not only that, you're just setting a foundation mm -hmm. for so many behaviors. Yeah. That you don't even realize did. that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and kids now, know. You think they don't? They do. And and then the other thing is like, you're now, so now basically my son or daughter got to meet your son or daughter. Mm. That's it. That's so good. <laughs> Thank, that was a good answer. That was so good. <laughs> All right. So we do um, what I'm going through and what I'm growing through. Mm -hmm. And um, based on where I am in this episode, I am going through, continuing to evolve and heal from my own childhood traumas and um, growing through understanding that everything is a season. When I feel like it's too heavy, this too shall pass. I got a question for you. Yes. What is one of your childhood traumas that you're going through? Who's doing the interview? Um, it wouldn't be right if it, it wasn't conversational because that's good and you're right I want you to know too like mm -hmm. with your work and this platform that you have you're, you're helping heal mm -hmm. a lot of people yeah so don't don't take that opportunity lightly mm -hmm. but well, I would like to know you would like to know if you um, were open for sharing yes um, I would um, I've touched on this um, on my get to know me episode but um it's something that I still work on. And it's just um, the upbringing. And I think that's where I, a lot of things that I read in your book, I was like, I've been through those things, you know, um, growing up and as, like you said, you wanna be careful how you say it cause you don't wanna hurt people. So um, we can talk about it offline. Okay, yeah. that's fair. But yeah, definitely. But I wanna get a chance to, cause I know this is your platform, mm -hmm. but still it's important. Like, I appreciate that. I wanna tell you, I appreciate you Aww. and I love you and I'm proud Thank of you, you because everything that you're doing, you know, in your life and just trying to be the best version of yourself, Thank it's you not so easy. Much. It's the hardest job mm -hmm. that we don't receive enough, you know, appreciation for facing you. So I wanted to genuinely tell you that 
I don't even know you. <laughs> but I do think that you're so amazing. <laughs> Thank you. And I just want to tell you, man, keep, keep, keep doing the work. And, and you have a brother in me now. Thank you. So, you know, I know that it's not, it's not easy. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, hopefully, you know, I've done my part. Hopefully we can continue to serve together. Yes, absolutely. But, but I'm, I'm really proud of you because this is, this is really amazing. You know Thank what I'm you. Saying? And I know Thanks. it's not easy. It's not. And I could tell it wasn't, even, even when I threw that back at you, <laughs> yeah, I was like, like <laughs> yeah, nah, we're going to talk. All right, cool. <laughs> So, no, for sure. But I think, but I think, you know, for your supporters to be able to see you mm -hmm. have this moment is mm -hmm. truly powerful. Thank you. Because there's beauty in that. Yeah. And you just took another step. I did. Ugh. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much. I'm gonna give it back to you. I don't want no problems. No, no smoke. That's, that's, all right now. We got to have a, <laughs> a whole nother podcast. Come on now. <laughs> we ended with um, "Keep It Blank, Sweetie," okay. and um, oof. Um, for this one, I will say, I think I've used this before, but keep it healing, sweetie. Keep healing um, and keep evolving. Yeah. Keep it gracious, sweetie. Like keep it. forgiving, sweetie. Yes. That's and, good. Um, keep fighting. Yeah. Keep fighting for you. Yeah, so that is so good. Yeah. Thank you so much. Wow, didn't expect to be brought to tears at the end of this episode. But guys, I hope you enjoyed this. Josh, you were amazing. Seriously, such a good conversation. Guys, if you want to write into our Positive Outcomes listener letter, write into sweetie at gmail.com and it's sweetie with an I-E. You can follow Kips on all platforms at Keep It Positive Sweetie. You can follow me on all platforms at L-U-V Crystal Renee. Josh, tell the people where they can find you. Josh21Powell on Instagram. Yes. Uh, do we still do Twitter? Not really. People do no. everything, yeah. yeah. I'm on TikTok, but not really. No. Mostly <laughs> everything is Instagram, but, mm -hmm. you know, check us out. Um, what I Wish I Knew, you know, yes. this lovely project. Yes. Um, and then your um, podcast. Oh, Relationships Matter, yeah. the podcast. Um, we actually just, uh, our first episode will air on In the Black Network. Awesome. On the 15th. Amazing. Congratulations. So, Please watch that. If I'm not mistaken, um, from what I heard, I mm -hmm. think we're going to start with this Steven Jackson episode. Oh, wow. Oh, that's going to be good. Y'all do not want to miss uh -oh. this episode. And then you don't want to miss mine because I'm going to be on there too. You definitely <laughs> don't want to miss yours for <laughs> sure. Um, but this is so beautiful and amazing. Thank Seriously, you. I'm truly humbled. No, you know? me too. And this is also a big deal to be in your space. Yeah. So I don't take I'm that I'm very... Particular about who I let in this space. Absolutely. Um, definitely because we knew mutual people. Like even just inviting people into my Absolutely. home for safety reasons. Absolutely. Um, I'm very particular about who I bring in here, but also because this is a space and people leave energy in your space. So. Um, I knew you were good people, so I'm so happy that I'm we got to do this. Truly humble, and yes. I took my shoes off. You did. We appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, guys, in the meantime and in between time, you know what to do. Keep it positive, sweetie. Bye. I want to give thanks and praise to Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother for allowing us to come together. Um, I ask for all the blessings and support as we continue this mission to serve. 
Yes. Um, continuing to open the hearts and minds of many. Um, praying that you continue to bless these two queens on their journeys and everything that they have going on. Bless their families, bless their loved ones. Um, protect this king behind the camera. Make sure that he continues to stay blessed. Um, and just continue to bring healing amongst yes. all of us. Continue to bring understanding, continue to bring love, continue to bring mm -hmm. a plan of action that serves you and where you yes. want us to go and how you want us to be. And we love you and we truly thank you and we lift this prayer in your name. Amen. 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 You better. Come on, man.